Hi, welcome to the Parenting in the Middle podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Goodman. I'm a certified life coach and a mom to three teens and a tween. Do you ever wonder if you're doing this whole mom thing right? Are you pushing too hard or not enough? What does it look like to love your teens yet keep firm boundaries? Do you know that you can do all of this without yelling and feeling frustrated? Here in this podcast, you will find coaching and communication strategies to help you tackle all of your hardest parenting struggles. These strategies will help you parent with more confidence, peace, and influence. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's go. Hey everyone, how are you? Okay, so I'm going to jump right in. And the reason why I'm picking this topic, this is a solo episode from me today. We're going to talk about self-actualization in motherhood, having a sense of self within motherhood. Okay, I couldn't think of anything to say that would make that sound more exciting, but that's basically what we're talking about. So my daughter, my oldest, just turned 18 last week, and so it's kind of brought these topics and ideas to my mind in how I can let her grow into herself and have embrace her personality and her talents and all the things that she likes and that interest her without wanting to make her just like me. Do you ever feel like you do that sometimes with your kids where it doesn't even have to be something that's a big deal or a moral issue or anything like that, but it's just maybe you disagree on on a topic or you don't see eye to eye on something and you just want them to think like you. It feels so good when other people think like us and are the same as us, but You know, when you really think about it, the differences in all of us, in our personalities and our talents and the things that we like and don't like, that's what makes life so interesting. And so it is my focus to always be committed to being my best self, owning when I'm not my best self. It doesn't mean I'm perfect all the time at all, but it just means I'm always trying to do the things that align with what I want to do. And that is essentially what self-actualization is. It is doing things that align with your values, your personality, the way that you want to do things. And it's being okay with other people not agreeing with you or even other people being disappointed in you. Because when you're doing things because you're choosing to do them and you have good reasons for them, it really does, it's really difficult when other people disagree, right? Or they judge you for it. And so this is the idea behind self-actualization. It's doing the things that you want to do that you feel like are important and then being okay with letting others feel however they want to feel about it. So if I practice this with myself and then my daughter turns 18, I'm also noticing How am I going to practice this as a parent in how I parent her? Because of course, as parents, we're always responsible or we want to be responsible for teaching and guiding our children. Even through adulthood, we want to support and love them throughout their whole life. And and that's our job. And that's what I want my job to be, right? I don't want to give that up. But it's also so important for our kids to develop their whole sense of self in who they are and who they want to be without feeling added pressure from us to feel like they, we expect them to be a certain way or expect them to be, um, do a certain things. It's going to inhibit them. It's going to make them not 
grow into who they are supposed to be. And so that's what we're talking about today. And so I want you to think about in your own life, we're going to narrow it down to we're talking about you and your sense of self. How, what did you like to do? What interested you? What movies did you like? What music did you listen to before you became a mom? And then like me, I've been a mom for 18 years. I'm going to challenge you to think about what is your life now? What do you, what things do you like? What interests you? What do you like to read or watch or listen to? And do you make time for yourself to do those things that you enjoy? And as moms, it's important for us to make sacrifices for our kids. We all do. We sacrifice so much, especially as our children are babies and we sacrifice sleep so that we can feed them. We sacrifice a lot of time so that we can take care of them. And if you're like me, you enjoy that. I enjoyed being a mom to young kids and putting everything I had into them. So at what point though, does it become too far where you are putting your whole sense of self into your motherhood that your whole identity revolves around your children? So then all of a sudden your interests, all of your energy and your attention is focused on your children instead of yourself. And when you find yourself starting to do that, you will feel out of alignment with who you are. You will start to forget. What do you like? You won't even know what you like anymore uh, because you're so used to doing things that other people like. So we suppress that part of ourself, that that individual part of ourself that we used to have before we were married and had kids because it's like for the greater good because we have this family to take care of. And it is, it does bring us so much joy, but it's really important to still have that focus on you as an individual, you outside of who you are outside of motherhood and outside of marriage. It's you as an individual, as a whole individual. And so, and it's tempting though to think, okay, well, if I'm going to put everything I have into my children, like that's what a good mother does. A good mother sacrifices everything and does everything for her kids to give them the best life that they can get. Right. And so we suppress our interests and we, we kind of think about it in like the name of good parenting. Like we're doing this for the greater good because this is good parenting. But what I have learned, and this is from Jennifer Finlayson Fife, is that when you suppress that part of yourself in the name of good parenting, one of two things happens. You will either resent your kids for losing that part of yourself and for putting so much time and energy in them and feel like it's not reciprocated. They're not grateful. You start resenting them, right? Or you notice when you do this, and I think this is something we all do as women. Um, so this is not said out of judgment. This is something I would imagine most moms could relate to. So we either resent our kids or we want our children to validate us as moms. And the way that they need to do that is by making the choices we want them to make so that we can feel like a good mom. So if we're putting everything we have into our children and then they're making choices that we don't want them to make, of course, that's going to make our efforts seem not recognized. And we want that validation. And that when that validation comes, when our kids are making choices that we want them to make, when they are doing good things, it does feel so good. And there can be a sense of pride in that where you're proud of your kids, but you're also 
all right, I'm a good mom. I'm doing it right. You have maybe a feeling of superiority with other moms. Notice when this comes up. Again, I know we can all relate to this and I know we have all done this on occasion. And so just notice when it comes up because you will start to see the impact that it's having on your life and in the lives of the people around you and the results that it is getting for you. Often it feels very, there's a lot of pressure involved. There's a lot of judgment and guilt involved in thinking this way. So instead of needing the validation from your kids and their behavior to make you feel like a good mom, I want you to practice saying those thoughts to yourself and believing them, more importantly, that you are a good mom, that you are doing enough and that your efforts are important. So often we don't give ourselves enough credit for the things that we are doing and it really does impact the relationships in our lives. There's this rule that I like called the oxygen mask rule. And this analogy talks about when you find yourselves in a situation where your happiness is suffering and maybe you're getting burned out and you need to practice a little more self-care. So think about an airplane and how they have sensors and they know if the, you know, if the oxygen in, the, in this airplane isn't right and they, they drop down the oxygen masks and they always say to the parent, put your own oxygen mask on first before you put on your child's. And I know that I've definitely, it's easier for me to put my kids' needs first before my own. And often if I'm feeling really stressed, it's because I am putting so many other people's needs and happiness and well-being before my own. Because when we have to take care of our own, self and practice that self-care when we say yes to that usually means we're going to be saying no to something else or to someone else someone else is going to be disappointed in us maybe our kids maybe someone else in our family maybe a friend or if you have to set a boundary and not do the things that you've always done in the same way or not respond in the same way that you've always responded then other people aren't gonna like it. When you change the moves of the dance, I've heard it said before, so like everything is everything that you do, it's like a little dance with people. And when you do the same dance moves, people know what to expect, it's easy, and you know, you're just dancing along. But when you start to change the dance moves, people are caught off guard. And they're like, wait, 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 this isn't what you normally do. What are you doing? And so that's what it takes is for when you decide to practice self-care, or set a boundary or do something different than what you've always been used to doing, other people are going to notice and they might get uncomfortable. They might wonder, why are you doing that? Why aren't you doing this? Your kids might wonder why you're not helping out, driving them everywhere, making them their lunches every day, whatever it is. So if you find yourself reaching this burnout phase and you need to put your own oxygen mask on first, expect it to feel uncomfortable for you and the people around you. But just because it's uncomfortable does not mean that you shouldn't do it. And it doesn't mean that you need to be upset over it. And this is where I really like this practice of feeling love towards everyone around us because we are all going through something. And if we believe that, you know, our thoughts are creating our feelings and then our feelings drive our actions, 
everything people do is because of what they are thinking and because of their personality and the things that, you know, their life experience. And so you can kind of put the ownership to other people's behavior on them, but also that means you put the ownership of your behavior on you. And so when you start taking care of yourself and practicing that self-care and other people are upset by it, it's okay. They're allowed to be upset and you can still love them and say, I am so sorry. I know this is hard for you, but I've really got to practice self-care by doing this. I have to take care of myself and my needs. And so this is what I am choosing to do, but I love you so much. It doesn't have to feel like this big conflict. And this is your opportunity to learn and grow. Okay, so where I want you to start is by defining your own wants and needs. What is it that you want and that you need and that's missing? And then focus on just changing one thing. Avoid getting into the all or nothing trap where you feel like you have to change everything right away. Just focus on one thing to practice giving yourself that oxygen mask first. Do something for yourself that makes you feel better so that you can give to everyone else. So what is that one thing that you wanna do? And then put it in an I am statement. So instead of if it was exercising, for example, and you want to start making time to exercise or go on walks, instead of thinking I need to go on a walk or I need to exercise because a thought like that feels like something you have to do, it feels like pressure, it feels like if you exercised every day, you would be a better person. You know, that's what it's kind of alluding to. So instead of thinking about it like that, I want you to put it in an I am statement. I am someone who exercises three days a week. Doesn't that feel so much more empowering? Like you are embodying this new self, this new habit, and you can do it. There's no pressure. There's no you have to. There's no you're not good enough until you do this. You just are. And so I would really want you to practice, I think, thinking about yourself in a positive way first. There's nothing that you need to do to change, but you can change because you want to, not because you have to. You have good reasons for wanting to do the things that you are doing. You have good reasons for doing them the way that you've always done them. But just because you've always done them that way does not mean you need to keep doing them that way. The choice is always yours. Keep the ownership and that responsibility within yourself so that you don't place that responsibility on other people or on your family or on your kids to make you feel better. They're not the reason why you don't feel good right now. All right. And that would be an entirely different podcast, but this is where I want you to start is just focus on that one thing. And this is why I wanted to do my podcast episode on this topic, because it's something that I have been thinking about lately as my oldest daughter is now 18 years old. And I thought, you know what? The the greatest gift that I could give her, all right, I still had to give her an actual gift, of course. I don't think she would have forgiven me if I wouldn't have given her a gift. But the greatest gift I believe that I can give her is to be a confident mom, to be a happy mom, to be a mom who takes responsibility for my own emotions, for my own thoughts, my own work, my own life so that she doesn't have that responsibility on her and 
so that she's free to do the things that she wants to do. I want her to be free to think the way that she wants to think and make those decisions that she wants to make and learn those life lessons for her that she needs to learn. And that might not look like how I want it to look for her. And it doesn't mean I can't guide her through all of it and give her advice, but that advice is given in a different way when it's not given from a place of judgment or a place of you have to do this, this way. And so I've noticed as I have shifted into this that our relationship has changed and we have become closer. She shares more with me. I'm able to share more with her. We have deeper conversations about things and I'm able to trust her more because I know how she feels about things. I know how she she thinks and and why. And that helps me have compassion for her when we don't always agree. But it does take a lot of work on that front end of practicing that self-care, feeling good about yourself right now so that you're able to do those things. You're able to connect with your kids without correcting them or judging them, right? But what a gift you're able to give them when you do that. And it's never too late to learn. All right, I appreciate you all listening. I think this is my 18th episode. It's amazing how fast these weeks go by when you record every week. I have loved doing this podcast. My course starts um, June 21st, so I'm really excited about that. If you have left me a review on this podcast, be on the lookout for an email from me inviting you to my group coaching program. You will get um, videos every week for eight weeks, and you will be invited to our group coaching call. We'll have eight group coaching calls. This is going to be a fantastic group. There's going to be so much learned from each other and from the coaching that we will do in this group. I'm excited to get started. So for one more week, you are able to get in this group for free by leaving me a review on this podcast. So next Monday, when my next podcast goes out, that offer will be gone and you will have to purchase the group to be in the group. And it's $197, I believe. I will link to the show notes um, to more information on my Parenting in the Middle group coaching course. I'm so excited about it. I've had um, April Bradford. I want to shout out to April for helping me put this course together because doing it at first, it's, it's like she told me doing your course, your first course is like having a baby. And it totally is. It was so much work. And then after it was over, I'm like, okay, that wasn't so bad. But that's how it felt. So I'm excited to get this course out. I'm excited for you to be in the group. So leave me a review this week. And um, it will be well worth your money, though, if you end up having to pay $197 to be in this group. And it will never be that low again. So take advantage of this. Um, And I hope you guys have a good week and that you're in having a good summer, having a good start of summer, and hopefully you have some fun plans ahead. I know we will be going to a few places this summer that I'll be excited to share. So follow me over on Instagram and I'll take you with me to some of our our beach vacations and things that we have coming up. All right, you guys have a good week. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Parenting in the Middle podcast. I am so grateful you're here. I'm excited to announce that my group coaching course is now open for enrollment. You will get access to seven videos and eight live coaching sessions all over eight weeks. 
you will learn and apply actionable tools that will help you be a more confident and decisive parent. And because us moms like to put everyone else's needs before our own, you'll also learn how to set your own personal goals and actually achieve them. Send me an email at kristengoodman at parentinginthemiddle.com to get on the interest list. You can also find more information on my show notes or on my Instagram page at Kristen Goodman Coaching. I can't wait to see you there.